This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Corridor Cast. Here with me, I have Mike Diva. He is an internet Tastemaker, a longtime <laughs> collaborator and a good friend of ours. Uh, before we get started into the podcast, just want to thank you guys for listening. And uh, I want to shout out to our sponsor, which is us. You can go to CorridorDigital.store, pick up some merchandise if you uh, would like to support this podcast, which is free and always will be. So enjoy. Cool. Hey, hey, how's it going, Sam? It's going great. Mike, I'd like um, to give a shout out to my sponsor, oh. uh, MailChimp and uh, <laughs> Audible. Uh, you can read, you can get books read to you on Audible. <laughs> MailChimp, you better send all those emails to everyone you know. MailChimp. That's wow. <laughs> I wish, is this, is that like a personal sponsor? <laughs> it's my life sponsor, man. <laughs> wow. Oh man, that's incredible. You'll get there soon. Life sponsors, you know, it's, it's pretty great. Uh, I bring them up in every conversation I have now. It's it's pretty sweet. Oh, what what, what, what is a life sponsor? Oh yeah, it's just, I just talk about Mailchimp. I email everyone I know, and I tell them, "Hey, you better sign up, <laughs> sign up with Mailchimp, not Mailchimp, not Mail Shrimp, okay. Mailchimp." Okay, and then people get it confused a lot. It's it causes a lot of wacky situations. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> off to a good start. Yeah, Second I know. Off to a banger. Cor- All right. Podcast. Um, oh God, I'll just leave, guys. I'm it's sorry. okay. Well, okay. So there's one thing. Um, one thing I've noticed uh, over the last year after talking with you a bunch, it seems like you, you are um, achieving your dreams uh, in in a sense. I, I would say like uh, there's two experiences in particular that I've I've heard about here and we've talked about a little bit that I find very interesting. Um, you obviously worked with the Lonely Island guys a whole bunch recently. And even more recently than that, you actually did a segment for off the air, which is that show on adult swim. And these are huge, huge, huge projects. And, um, I just kind of want to know, like, it, well, first off, I, what, let, let's start at the beginning here. The lonely Island project. What was that all about? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> it's just like one of those examples of like crazy Hollywood serendipity that mm-hmm. you hear about Yeah, where I was, I was basically on my way to a lunch meeting with this producer, uh, Mike Rosenstein and, uh, and he ran into Akiva from Lonely Island on the way to the meeting. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, I'm going to meet with this guy, Mike Diva. And uh, uh, he hadn't heard of me. And so Mike sent him a bunch of my stuff via email. 
Uh, he did not use MailChimp, unfortunately. Uh, that was his mistake. But uh, he sent him a bunch of my stuff, and then Akiva reached out to me and uh, was like, hey, let's meet up. And uh, Akiva's the one, for those who don't know, he he's the... He's the nerdy one. He's with the, the nerdy glasses. one. He directs all their stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah, he's like somebody who has really been my hero since I was like, geez, like 13. I mean, mm-hmm. I was I was watching their shit uh, before YouTube, you yeah. know, when it was like on their website, you know, and, and, yeah. and part of the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing is because of those guys. So, you know, super surreal. And uh, I go hang out with him and we, you know, get along pretty good. And um, he asked me to basically creative direct and like make all the visuals and stuff for their live show um mm. so i ended up doing that and uh and this live show of theirs this is uh like they're like pre-existing works like they're 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 the songs that they've made made big on youtube and stuff like that yeah okay so the ones we're familiar with like i'm, I'm on, on a, a boat. boat and like a boss okay and i just had sex and threw it on the ground so all that stuff uh, and I got to really weigh in creatively and be like, okay, like I want, you know, for Threw It On The Ground, it's very, like, it'd be great if we can get Andy on a stool just in the center of the stage with all black, you know, around him, no lights or anything like that. And then when the drop hits, I want like, uh, you know, for the energy drink being thrown on the ground, I want like it to come from the top and like explode. And then like every, like the lighting guy like hits all the lights and flashes everything. Like I got to work with every element of the team, including the lighting and stuff which was really fun because I'd never done anything like that before. Yeah. Um, and I kind of lied to them and told them that I had. Ooh. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I've done live visual stuff. I've, I've created directed live shows and stuff before, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> not that hard, right? No, yeah, it was, it was totally, like, my first time doing any of that. Um, and so, you know, it was it was really, like, surreal, like, hanging out with them for rehearsals and going over everything and, like, having them, like, really listen to my input. Um, wow. And so that's turned into me essentially working with Akiva more. Um, I just uh, worked on this Netflix show that he's producing uh, for another comedian, um, Tim Robinson, who's really, really, really funny. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, so I I did some stuff for that. And then um, I'm, and I can't really talk about it that much, but I'm I'm, I'm co-directing a thing with him. That's Uh, really exciting. That's yeah, That's awesome. It's very surreal. It's like one of those things where it's like, I don't know why you're asking me to do this because like you're you're more than fine like yeah. directing by yourself, but I will gladly go along for the ride. And it's one of those things I was I was telling Nico earlier, like you know we've hung out a bunch, but like still every time I'm hanging out with them, it's like that whole like talking to a really pretty girl, you know. It's okay. like I'm like trying really hard to be cool, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, trying a little too hard and be like, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> oh yeah, cool. I totally know what that. Is. Yeah, I mean, psh, psh, whatever, dude. Yeah, totally. <laughs> And like the whole time, I'm just shitting bricks still. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. Oh no, it's awesome. Uh, yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah sweet. Dude, I fucking love, love you, it. dude. You're my fucking hero, dude. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. Uh, but yeah, it's been really fun, man. Um, very, very cool ride. Uh, yeah. So you know, I, a lot of the stuff that I'm doing now is just to make like 13 year old me happy. I feel like that's been a lot of my career. Is like I'm working with a lot of the people that I grew up loving. You know, like it's it's pretty pretty funny yeah uh, it's it's crazy i mean yeah i feel like uh in in a sense like if you were gonna kind of like draw a line where you have made it you know like like haven't made it and then making it it's like i feel like for me uh, uh, just as an observer it seems like you're kind of crossing into that threshold finally and hitting your stride with like that creative community that kind of so. surrounds you i hope so that I seems mean, that that way because well okay so like um 
obviously you've been on YouTube. We've been we've made YouTube videos together. Yeah. And yeah. you know, you've been on YouTube a lot and yeah. all the stuff we're talking about right now isn't isn't YouTube. And so like what what's what has your relationship as uh, with with YouTube been like? You it's know? really interesting. Like I I feel like yeah, I have a a weird YouTube career. Mm-hmm. I'd say one of the weirdest <laughs> that yeah. I know of because yeah. it's like my relationship with them with YouTube has been so it's like I don't know of any other channels that have like built success to a degree mm-hmm. and then like kind of left and then like come back and like built success again and built up a new a new fan base and then left again. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like this weird like it's really fucking hard to come back. You know, it's yeah. really hard, especially like YouTube is so I mean, the Internet gets more and more unforgiving every day. Mm-hmm. I mean, fan bases get more and more, uh, you know, uh What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, they're very. Uh, I guess they they get scattered. They dissolve. Yeah, they dissolve they, they, so fast. Yeah. You know? And like when you make stuff like I do, where it's like my face isn't in it. I'm not necessarily like a, a character. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very hard to maintain an audience because people see my shit and they're like, "Oh, that's cool." And then they'd move on, <laughs> you know? It's yeah, not like, like they're oh, like, "Oh, neat. I'm gonna find out who did this," you know? Like very, I would say like. 5% of the people who watch my shit are like, ooh, I'm going to click on their channel and subscribe and, like, see yeah. what else they do. Um, so my relationship with YouTube has been, like, you know, I started out uh, just putting random shit on there and not really, really, like, trying super hard to make a career off of it, but yeah. doing enough stuff to where people like you noticed me. And then uh, I forgot who emailed who. Um, well, it was the I'm on crack video, I think. That was the first thing that I remember seeing Okay, of yours. so maybe you guys hit me up. Maybe I, I hit you up. You know, it's, it doesn't, it, yeah. <laughs> it was eight years ago. Yeah, it was, it was quite a while. <laughs> but, you know, and then so, like, I did the Dub Sub Guns video with you guys and started mm-hmm. doing more collabs and then started taking a little bit more seriously, built up a bunch of steam. And then we were on this channel called Bammo together. Yeah. Uh, that totally ruined, <laughs> like, yeah. it, it really fucked me up. Uh, I don't know if you guys know about about Bammo. Bammo. Well, that's what Sync was on. That yeah. Was, that was, yeah, that's our, our series Sync was for. Yeah, so we were on this channel together, uh, and it was a fucking mess. Uh, it yeah. was one of the Google rollout channels that, uh, that Google threw a bunch of money at. Yes. And none of them really worked, uh, except for, like, Nerdist and Geek and Sundry. Uh, that's crazy. But, you know, it... it, it it was. A, it sounded good on paper. It was like, oh, me and Daystorm Power and, you know, my friend's Corridor and yeah. Mystery Guitar Man. Uh, but everyone, you know, had the ability to keep their main channels maintained while me, being just a small boy, uh, had to kind of focus all my energy on that for a year. So I lost all the traction that I got from my previous YouTube successes because yeah. I'd had some viral videos like Sexy Sax Man. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I was like on the jimmy kimmel or fallon show and stuff like that like i was getting some pretty decent traction and then i had to like put it all aside for a channel that failed miserably yeah uh and then that kind of like i was kind of lost and like wandering for a bit and uh, Mm -hmm. i was like oh i really want to do music videos like music videos are kind of why i got into this industry you know like watching the michelle gondry and chris cunningham and spike jones director's label dvds no it's incredible i still have one of those yeah uh, the chris cunningham one yeah and so so i'm sure a lot of the people listening to this can also i I don't even know if it's like a generational thing i don't know like i mean it's a dinosaur though at this point you know it's completely our age people that are like you know 25 to 30 will all remember these that are like into filmmaking uh but i have 30 to 40 i think is a little safer right um yeah we're old uh yeah yeah (laughs) um but you know like 
so I wanted to get in music videos. Music videos nowadays are kind of a fucking mess as well because there's no budgets for anything. But why why music videos? What's so special about music? I love music and I love creating uh, a visual element that complements a great song. Mm. And I love the idea. Like when a when a video elevates a song, there's nothing better. Like if a video can give you chills because mm-hmm. the song is great and the video is great, it's the best feeling, you know. Yeah. And I want to give people that feeling. Um, you know, like the Daniels and stuff like that. Yeah. Like all their videos, like give me chills. Yeah. Uh, and like yeah, when um in a turn up for what turn down for turn, what turn yeah down for what? yeah exactly the, it gives you chills right yeah. when he flies through the ceiling and you're yeah. like. Phew. Just how like perfect all their <laughs> shit is. It's insane. Um, and so, you know, I wanted to do that. But the problem with music videos is that there's no budgets for anything. And if yeah. you want to make something really, really cool, you're, you know, going to spend the 20, 30,000 budget that the label or whoever has for the video. You're going to spend it all and not make any money and kill yourself doing it. Mm. Uh, so I did that for a bit. It was rough. And then I went back to YouTube. Yeah. Um, and then I did the, a couple other pretty successful videos um i guess you would say viral it's it's so funny also because during throughout my youtube career the idea of virality has changed you know yeah it's like changed what is completely it? Yeah. like from what it was 10 years ago it was just any 10 years ago virality was anyone competent with like premiere basically you know yeah yeah <laughs> or like can... anyone oh you edited that thing oh wow that makes sense yeah <laughs> it's like cool here's yeah. millions and millions <laughs> of views yeah and then off those millions and millions of views you could live for like a year yeah it's crazy <laughs> i mean it's... with the sexy saxman video like i literally that video paid my rent for a year that's and incredible like, yeah like a year and a half like it was i was coasting on that shit for a while uh and then so then I'd probably get demonetized now yeah <laughs> and then a, a year and a half ago, I made, uh, or two years, Jesus Christ, I can't even remember. I made this video, Kazoo Kid, Trap Remix. I made another video called uh, Japanese Donald Trump Commercial. Yeah. I kind of rode this. Uh, yeah, you were on a streak there. I was on a streak there yeah. for a bit. Uh, Those are good ones. I was riding a, a vaporwave uh, wave. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, a little bit. And, uh, you know, because like also before that, I, could, uh, I like to latch on to musical genres that I actually like that also are starting to kind of like come up like uh, like, what? like dubstep yeah. was, was uh, you know, when we made dubstep guns and stuff like that. Yeah, that dubstep was, like, was pretty cool. It was brand new. Yeah, you know, it was just on the up and up, you know, like and uh, so it was cool to kind of like make a lot of kind of dubstep related videos and kind of ride that wave. Yeah. Uh, and then dubstep memes. Yeah, dubstep yeah. memes and stuff. So uh, anyways, blah, blah, blah. Um, after the success of like the Japanese Donald Trump commercial and stuff like that, I started getting hit up uh, by companies wanting commercials and stuff more. And commercials are great. Uh, it's be- funny how that's 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 the one. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, because that that went viral, but also the, you you watch it and it does it does it definitely stands out from your other work because it's there's like this like level of well, it, it's a music video, definitely. You know, like I, I feel like that's that's kind of what it is at its core, because like the song at times is even cooler than the video. And then at times the video is cooler than the music. You know, it's like that's kind of like what a good music video really is. Yeah, it's exactly. like we're, we're, we, they kind of go hand in hand and trade off a little bit. And it's I don't know. It's, it's fascinating. Exactly. I mean, and that's that's kind of like that. That plays into like my whole wanting to make music video stuff. And like but the most recent thing I did, the off the air thing, too, is like I, you know, when I get to actually have a hand in the music, yeah. I, I'm the most happy because like a lot of the times the stuff that I get offered to do music videos for the songs nine times out of ten aren't really great. And yeah. so I end up turning them down or, or whatever. Definitely. Um, but it's really fun when you get to make your own music for it. But um, 
So yeah, it's interesting that that was like a video that really helped my career in the commercial world take off a little bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's still kind of like a rocky kind of path, you know, and I'm really focusing a lot of my energy on that. And it's a lot of like writing pitches and not getting picked and blah, blah, blah. Totally. You know, I'm a smaller commercial director. I've only had a a couple commercials that are like, you know, but, um, but, you know, after focusing on that, I kind of have left my, let my YouTube channel die a little bit as well. Um, and that's kind of a, that's kind of due to the fact that I'm only one dude and I have so much time. And also YouTube doesn't make me any money anymore. And YouTube doesn't really make that many people money anymore unless you're like, you know, you have a team and you're able to pump out stuff every week or every three weeks or whatever. Yeah. And with the way that you guys have your thing, whole thing set up, it makes, you know, of course, like it, it, uh, I feel like you guys are the only ones that can sustain creativity on YouTube and monetize it. (laughs) There's like nobody else I can think of. There's literally nobody else I can think of that's like able to, except for maybe like the Rocka Rocka. Um, yeah, able although to, they're all demonetized now because of all the wacky, you know, clown gore. Sex it's fucked up, stuff. man. So a lot of it is like, you know, yeah. half of it is like me like being like, all right, commercials actually make me good money, and I'm able to live off of that shit. Yeah, and I'm able to work my weirdness into them sometimes, which is great. Um, like I did this Halo Top commercial that ended up being uh, top ten ads of the year in Adweek, yeah. which is like the highest honor a commercial could get, pretty much. Uh. And even still, like after that, I still haven't gotten much more commercial work from that. It's a really, it's a weird world, the commercial okay, world. So I, if you haven't seen the Halo Top commercial, you should just, just, just head over to his YouTube channel. Hopefully you've already done that by now if, or if, you, <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast. But okay, I'm, okay, what, what's it like trying to pitch someone a commercial like that? Well, that it's one was so, interesting. It's so weird, you know? Yeah. Like, you, are you in the room just like, is it, is it crickets, you know? Like, so... <laughs> She's like trapped in this ice cream room forever. And it's like, how, how did that go? That one was crazy. Cause like I, I had to, um, I was really, it was an ice cream commercial and they literally approached me and were like, Hey, we just, we already have commercials. that tell you why Halo Top's good. We want something that just gets the internet's attention. And okay. there's two ways to get the internet's attention. Doing something so fucking cool and crazy that people share it, which is very expensive and very yeah. rare. Yeah. Uh, but you guys do it and, you know, it, it happens, right? But, like, it's rare for a commercial to do that. Like, Old Spice does it, you know? Uh, and their shit's also really funny. Yeah. Um, the other way is do something that is so fucking weird that people are like, how is this a commercial? <laughs> yeah, it's like, what? <laughs> yeah. So I decided to go that way. Uh, mm-hmm. and that's the way I usually like to go anyways, because it's more fun for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, with that idea, I was like banging my head against the wall because there's already a weird ice cream commercial out there. I don't know if you guys have seen the little babies ice cream commercial with a person covered in ice cream, eating ice cream out of their head. No, it's a, okay. That it sounds it, incredibly yeah, weird, though. It's incredibly yeah. weird. It's, a, it's another weird ice cream commercial. And that went kind of viral um, like five or six years ago. So I had to compete with that. So um, my producer brought over a bunch of Four loco. We got very drunk off the four loco, and I for, I like to think that the loco kind of charged my <laughs> like hit my brain in a weird way. So is that your like creative fuel? I guess like, I okay. guess now, yeah. <laughs> I, I, he, he saw it at the store, thought it was funny, and then brought it over, and that like gave me the idea. Um, I only had one. I don't. I only drank that stuff they're once. Fucking gross. And I man. played it during Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> and oh god, they're not good. They're we, not yeah, good. we had, it was a four loco D and D session. <laughs> And it just like it ends up with like everyone, everyone's character is like nude, like trying to intimidate people. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, god. 
Four Loco brings out some weird shit, man. Yeah. Um, brings out some demons. <laughs> um, uh, no, so anyways, sorry, I'm like rambling, but to finish a moot point, the um, that was an idea where I was like, okay, like they wanted us to send it to them as a pitch. And I was like, there's no way they're going to read this on paper mm. and like understand the vibe of this. It's just going to sound like a fucking crazy person, yeah. right? So I was like, okay, I need to fucking actually meet with the CEO of Halo Top in person and actually like talk to him about this because mm-hmm. there's no way I'm going to write this down and like get this job. <laughs> yeah. So I went to his crazy ice cream mansion. Uh, <laughs> insane ice cream mansion. His insane ice cream this mansion. This guy is fucking crazy, by the way. I could talk about Justin Wolverton like all day. He's fascinating. Fascinating guy. He's a lawyer that decided to make ice cream out of nowhere and he's like, oh, there's no good low-fat ice cream options. And so, he, like a wizard, he fucking went in his kitchen, just started experimenting with ice cream, uh, and then just made Halo Top. And, like, now he's the number one ice cream company in the world, which wow. is fucking crazy. Wow. Uh, I'm also sponsored by Halo Top, by the way. Uh, oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, anyway, so I, like, literally had, like, a text-to-speech thing for the robot voice and I like acted out the commercial in for him and like showed him like how funny it is to hear like a robot voice say eat the ice cream so it was like a whole song and dance and uh, I'm still surprised to this day that they let me do that wow it's pretty pretty fucking crazy um so blah 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 the commercial industry has been fun um but then there's also this the side effect of that is that YouTube becomes this drug and it's something that I, I think is, it's, I love talking to creators about it because everyone that's created a viral video, mm-hmm. everyone that's had a certain amount of success on YouTube can relate to this. When you get a video that has millions and millions of hits and millions of comments or hundreds of comments, whatever, um, you get this dopamine rush. Yeah. It's a drug. It's crazy. It's, it's a ins- fucking drug. It's insane. It's yeah. insane. Like you see that view counter going and oh, you're yeah. like, you're like, I'm a genius. Yeah. <laughs> and it just like, it's so yeah, validating. It's, super weird. it's so rewarding. It's like the best drug in the entire fucking world. And you get addicted to it. It's like success crack where right. it's like, it's not, it's not like, it's not even, it's not like finishing a house kind of like crack. It's yeah. like, it's like you nail one board. You're like, you're just getting started on the house yeah. and suddenly <gasps> such, it's just like such a small thing gives yeah. you such a, like, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. It's the best feeling in the world. And, um, and as a person who's had oh, several viral successes, yes. uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm a fucking douchebag. Uh, uh, but you know, after like a certain amount of success like that, like you get, a, you get, you you yearn for that, right? Yeah. And, and like you get when you don't have that after a certain amount of time, just like any drug, you're kind of chasing this dragon, and you feel like something's missing in your life. So while I'm working with all these people that like I've always wanted to work with, like Lonely Island and uh, Adult Swim and blah 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 not having the optics of like seeing the not seeing the view count and seeing the comment count you know yeah, what i mean yeah. like with commercials and stuff it it's a totally different kind of success and a totally different feeling that is in a lot of ways less rewarding okay. and yeah so so then i guess here's a question all right what do you value more um do you do you value um like i guess it, I did a personality test the other day as part of a segment, and there's one question that came up that was like, it's so relevant to this. Um, do you think it's more valuable to be liked by many people, or do you value uh, do you value being powerful more? And I feel I, <laughs> what the fuck does being powerful? Well, okay, 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 like a dark wizard, like, like a, a dark wizard. <laughs> like no, but but what I mean is I like it's it's like it's like it. 
having the ability to create what you want, I guess, so uh-huh. to speak, you know, and, and okay. be very focused or being or, successful or being very like, you know, virally might, I guess maybe that's not the clearest way of putting it, but well, like you're saying like, I could, I could spend my brain power, my energy making shit that I know will get successful because there, the internet follows these certain rules and I could make memes and become a meme page and like do dumb shit to become successful and get those numbers and those views. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Rather than being creatively fulfilled yeah. Doing the art that I really want to do. Yeah, I mean, I mean, for some people, I guess it's for probably... me. It's always been a, a both. Yeah, it's always been this fucked up. That's why I'm like on YouTube, off YouTube, on YouTube, off. You know, I'm addicted to it. I'm addicted to the internet. I'm addicted to that attention. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and that, that, like it's it's true. Like it sucks. You know, I hate that. But having tasted that sweet nectar, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's hard to go back. You know, yeah. So it it's is. weird. Like in many ways, um. You know, technically, like you said, like uh, uh, finally crossing that threshold and like living like, you know, technically more successful than I've ever been. But I don't feel it. I don't feel successful yeah, because I'm not seeing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's really weird. It's really trippy to like technically like be well off and doing fine. And my career tra- trajectory is going pretty well. But like because I don't have that instant gratification of those views and those comments and the uh, acceptance of strangers online. Yeah, it's it's. I still feel that level of failureness. You know, it's it's crazy. Well, it's like it's. I feel like it's it's a thing where you can't have. You just can't have both at yeah. the same time. Especially nowadays. Like especially uh, nowadays. when it comes to the YouTube world. Yeah. I, th- I think I think they're two different categories in a way. Right. Because because um if you if you think about, I guess I guess ultimately the stuff that makes stuff go viral, so to speak, is is. Like for me, it always seemed like something that virality wasn't the intention, so to speak. It was it wasn't the thing that drove it, right? And so then, like you, you try and be observational about it. You try and like reverse engineer your stuff a little bit and go, oh, how do how do we make this viral again? It's like, you know, like that that process. I don't know. Like it, it leads to kind of like confusing results, right? Because also virality is 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 also kind of this crazy fluke. You know, and it's like you can't ever fully predict it, even if you have a video that has all that hits all the stuff. Yeah. You know, um, it's it's cats in space shooting lasers because that's all the Internet is. Right. Yeah, I know. Um, (laughs) Sorry. I had a conversation today with a commercial company that that talked about the Internet being cats in space. And I was like, dog, that's that's like 10 years ago. Anyway. Um, but uh, what the fuck were you talking about again? Well, Virality, I, yeah, it's, it's well, like the cre- okay, so you have, but ultimately, you have two you have two sides to like. I think most most filmmakers or creators right now who who, who I guess really know the craft and have that kind of skill. Like, I'm not talking about just like just a, like a one off like vlog. I'm talking about like people who who you know how to use a camera. They can edit. They can like really execute a vision. You you have you have virality. It's a choice between virality and creative fulfillment in a, in right. a lot of situations. Right. Because because I I don't think that um they necessarily I, I don't know it's 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 hard. I've just they rarely I've, I've go str- hand I've in struggled hand. with that all year too. Oh yeah. Because like some of like the things I'm most proud oh, yeah, of this like year, anime self driving cars was amazing. There's anime self driving cars and this other one that we just released called the Moth, which is this horrible. Oh one yeah, that, yeah. that was great too. And yeah. like I would say those were the most creative fulfilling things. Right. Because you I've got d- to do something you've never really fully done before yeah which and is like a and really fo- focus on it and yeah. like do it as best as i can do it and you expected those both to do better i definitely expected yeah. anime self-driving cars and it to sucks, do better. right when you like when it put it up you put it up and yeah, it's like it totally sucks it's like the the shittiest feeling i would like, they're definitely the most creatively fulfilling pieces right. i've done in a in a long time 
and then a video and, that and they you guys... are all, they're the most underperforming buddy right. videos we've done in a long time and then too. you guys shit out a video like biggest lightsaber ever or whatever and then yeah. it's like millions and millions and millions and of then views. we make a sequel to it yeah. oh to make, yeah I've, I've heard uh, inklings of this yeah biggest laser gun <laughs> I, yeah I was talking I, I was just joking around about that it's like hey we should make a sequel to the called biggest laser gun <laughs> and they're like okay weren't you one of the naysayers of the lightsaber video initially oh totally <laughs> I'm like Nico you should at least shoot it on a good camera and he's like the iPhone X has a great camera <laughs> and I'm like you son of a you idiot You're, uh, this is never gonna like, and, and then, then it goes hugely and then it viral it blows up it hey, blows hey, up yeah, we should make a, make a sequel to that <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah shoot well, it on a flip camera I know but that's kind of like the mentality we're kind of going into a little more right now which is it's like alright hey we had a video go mega viral just like Let's just take that stamp and then do it again. It's so easy. It's and so fascinating and, and, as well. And, 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 and in a way, though, it's like it's it's actually, you know, we, we're constantly combating. Like you were talking about, you know, creative channels right. like ours. You know, like our, our mindset for the last few years was like, hey, uh, let's do an idea and execute it and then move on to something yeah, brand new. Yeah, you guys like, have been much more like brand new every time. And, yeah. and then it's like that's kind of that's creative creatively fulfilling yeah but the problem is is that then you you know you go after those viral things you know which ultimately fuels the success of us as a company and right. like it's impo- it's impossible to like do something completely brand new and creative every time yeah. and also have it go viral because right it's well, like that, that's that's experimentation you your can't, brain yeah. fucks with you too yeah because with something like the moth with something like enemy self-driving cars yeah you're like Hey, wait a sec. This is what I I put so much time and effort into this. I care about this so much. This is, you know, and like yeah. when you do put so much of your heart and your like your soul into this thing, yeah. you're like there's no way that it can't do well because I poured my fucking soul yeah. into this, you know? Like yeah. this is a part of me and this is my child now. Yeah. So when yeah. it doesn't do well, you're, it, it's like even more heartbreaking, you know, and, uh, and you know, but there's that old, you know, the, the, the whole thing. I mean, we all have known this, but like, you know, the, it's always the thing you care less, least about that gets the most successful. Right. I mean, my kazoo kid trap remix thing is like at, sitting at like 50 million views right now. And I shit that out over a weekend. You know? <laughs> but it's hilarious. It's, it's incredible. Like, it's crazy that that's like that's my most successful video. But like, <laughs> luckily, like, you know, the, I'd say the Donald Trump Japanese uh, commercial is like my like that that's i was very happy when that did well mm-hmm. because that's something that i actually feel like shows off like my my skill my skill yeah yeah it does <laughs> it shows some craft um yeah so i was like really stoked on that but but i think it was successful as viral video but not as a political ad yeah well that, he's, <laughs> he's now our president yeah i kind of fucked that up you, uh, you accidentally were like made it you accidentally made him look dope <laughs> it was you know it, it, that's the thing man is like, i can't show that off anymore as a calling card because it's yeah, fucking yeah. weird oh, now it's like, oh crap yeah you see oh. it now and you're like ooh, you, this they is think you're a 4 or something yeah like this that. is dark it's becoming the and yeah like alt-right people have like used screen caps from it and shit that's and so it's, funny it's dark now. so okay so wait so would you say ultimately like uh did did it turn against you it never it never fully turned against me you know but it, it definitely like there was a subsect of vaporwave called fash wave which is like fascist wave oh wow uh, yeah it, it was you very clearly, small it, it clearly, you clearly have peaked it you yeah know? <laughs> no 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 they, they definitely like used like the there's a shot in the video of like donald trump uh Sig hailing, uh, yeah, like yeah, a, yeah, with like a swastika behind him. And it's really quick, it's like a two second shot, 
Yeah. Uh, and they like use that as like the album cover and stuff. And it's like, ooh, this this feels gross. Oh, it's like, oops, I I, I made that. Whoops. Yeah, oops. <laughs> uh, uh, I better tell people that uh, I'm not uh, associated <laughs> with this. I better MailChimp everyone I know. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's, you know, it can get weird. Yeah, parody's weird. Parody's weird. I mean, I feel like, did, wait, did anyone legit think you were like... I guess, I guess, like a very adamant Donald Trump supporter. No, because you know, of that? Or was it's it, interesting. I expected a lot go, of hate. Okay, there was not that much hate because okay. the Donald Trump supporters were too dumb to realize that I was making fun of them. Okay, and the people that hate Donald Trump thought it was great. So, because <laughs> I'm just curious, like you know, in this in this day and age, I hit. I mean, I feel like that is very clear parody, but I can yeah. imagine it's still going over. You know what? Some you know what went over people's heads is I did this thing with Super Deluxe that was a follow up to that. I, I am not that much of a political person and i never sure. thought that i would do any videos that have to do with that shit because it's like so it's you guys have you guys get it i mean you guys yeah, haven't really done anything you don't want to like you haven't touched upon that shit it's at like all. i don't want to get my that mud all over no, me that just, mud. Yeah, yeah um and so i did this video that was like i kind of wanted to make fun of both candidates you know and because they're both dorky in their own way yeah of course uh and hillary is just kind of this like this kind of you know fellow kids kind of mm-hmm. you know with her like absolutely Pokemon, go to the polls, you know, like, um, so yeah, she said that. I know. Um, and so I did this video with Super Deluxe, uh, that was a fake Hillary campaign ad called Hillary Clinton meme queen. And I got this, uh, Hillary Clinton impersonator that looks just like her. Oh yeah. And oh, I remember so, this. Yeah. yeah. And so, so many people thought that it was actually her and so many oh, people wow. were like so upset just angry angry about that video angry about what what's i don't know what, they were just like pissed off they were just like what would they say uh, just like what would they say you know like um talking about how cringy it was that she would do this and just how like you know like oh of course shillery would would try to appeal to kids this way and oh, that's like funny blah 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 and like what a piece of shit and like you know and then like because at the end it said paid for by hillary clinton uh or wow. by the hillary clinton campaign or whatever the fuck and um even people who knew that it wasn't her still thought that it was paid for by her, which oh, is really man. fascinating to me. That's bizarre. Like, why would Hillary Clinton hire a lookalike to make a video that makes her look bad? <laughs> and it's funny. It's like you watch a video like that and just you just, just 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 glance at the YouTube channel that it's on. You know, it's like yeah, maybe that clue you in. Don't do that. You know, it's, I know. Well, it's... that's why the Onion still gets tons of people like commenting on it. Oh like, man, you know? Onion comments are my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> you, you read that r slash uh, ate the Onion. No, it's a whole subreddit on Reddit devoted to just screen caps of uh, of people believing Onion oh, articles and then posting just like these hate filled, insane like, like <laughs> comments on. Yeah, yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, yeah, it's, people. It's fascinating. You know, somebody once said this and um, kind of stuck with me, but people are dumber than you can possibly imagine. Yeah. And it's like the fact that Trump's Ooh. our president kind of, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, I mean, of course, not everyone. But like when you see stuff like that, you're just like, wow, like people are really just do not understand satire. Yeah. Well, there's a lot. Like, I, I feel like although I feel like also the it's a very vocal minority, too, that it re- ends up reflecting on everyone else. No, I it's sound just, like a bitter <laughs> asshole right now. I don't, I don't mean like I, everyone's dumb. But no, us. I know. I know. But it, it definitely it makes it makes a whole it's one comment can make an entire group of people look bad. Yeah. So and, and also, yeah. yeah, like you said, vocal minority, like the people who comment on YouTube videos are, are usually they have something negative. To say. <laughs> it's like they're always the vocal minority. It's yeah, like it's funny. You know, I, I don't comment on videos. Nice things. I don't comment things that I you know when i see a video i like i'm not like great job <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> i mean do you 
No, I don't comment on videos <laughs> yeah, in general. Yeah, I feel like most people don't, but it sucks when the you know the people that are dumb that are la- mean. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's sad. <laughs> I'm just butthurt about mean comments, Sam. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> well, um, yeah. Uh, uh, so uh, let's see. So you did a cool segment for off the air, and yeah. I want to talk about that because uh, off the air, it's very. It's like the best way I can describe it is it's an avant garde variety show yeah, in a way that's like a way to put it yeah like compilation show how would you describe off the air it's on adult yeah, it's swim kinda, the only way i can describe it is using like shit that nobody listening to this will remember like liquid television oh, uh yeah see, over even over my head yeah it's <sighs> it's very like uh hold on i'm gonna sneeze uh no, I I braved the storm. Okay, uh, so um, it's very um, yeah, it, it's like all the best art and music uh, smashed into one show, and it's very uh, it plays out like a dream. It's edited very like um, there'll be a short that's beautiful and like using a CG and like using different uh, techniques and visual effects to make something completely unique that you've never seen before. Yeah. And then it'll smash to something stupid and really Mm -hmm. funny and dumb. Yeah. And then go to something scary. And the whole show has this ebb and flow to it that's unlike anything else. Well, it's because almost like between segments... Sometimes you don't even notice when you're in the the next segment. Right, yeah. Yeah, They they, they, they deceptively hide these... in, in In a good way... Uh, the transitions between the segments so it, it, it definitely is a flow for sure yeah yeah and it makes you feel a lot of different things and it's it's really great uh it's been one of my favorite shows for like 10 years eight, eight years and uh it you know it, it's on adult swim and it's mm-hmm. adult swims kind of this yeah i mean having seen like shit you know it's like definitely that those are people i've wanted to get my foot in the door with since day one yeah. you know um and so finally i uh and by the way, if you guys haven't seen Off the Air, uh, you should absolutely yeah. go to the Adult Swim you, you YouTube channel. You can just channel. check it out for free on, yeah, on their site. All the episodes are on their YouTube channel. Just look up Adult Swim Off the Air. It's Every episode is a different theme. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, you know, if you want to see some amazing vi- video art and mm-hmm. music, check it out. I think that I think a lot of people like that like your guys' shit might appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, there's because it's a balance of craft and just like kookiness where it's like, yeah, yeah it's, it's like some sometimes it is like high level, yeah. high visual concept stuff. And then then it cuts to like two polygon like low res like <laughs> jank animations yeah. that are just hilarious and off the wall it gets written off as a stoner show a lot and, yeah, yeah you know it, I, I watched i watched an episode yesterday the one uh that your, your short your segment is in that's a good episode right it's great and i i just sat there and i was like wow man what what it, a great show every single thing uh, in that I, I was clean great. clean sober yeah 2 p.m <laughs> it was fantastic oh, it's fantastic yeah. So. yeah it's a fantastic show and so i basically david hughes the creator of that show uh you know i've been trying to get senpai to notice me for a long time and uh yeah. i i'm sorry for saying that That's um, okay. <laughs> a little cringy but i'm gonna go through all of this video and i'm gonna delete uh. a lot of stuff so i hope uh, you guys are cool with me going into the edit jumping in deleting uh, about half the stuff i've been saying so far that's fine really streamlining it um <laughs> And so uh, I've been trying to get him to notice me, and uh, I <laughs> I tweeted at him, and I was like, "Hey, uh, let me do a segment for off the air. I'll give you my firstborn child." <sighs> and it's a lot, but you know, I'm willing to give him my firstborn. It's fine. Uh, 
I could always bang out another one, you know? And so he was like, that's cool. No child necessary. I already have one. Um, and he was like, turns out that he liked my work and mm-hmm. he had, he was aware of it. Nice. Um, and then, yeah, we went from there. And uh, like, what was funny is that we actually had to shoot the segment before he was out of town when we pitched it to him. And the way that the timeline lined up, my uh, cinematographer was going to be out of town in a mm-hmm. week. And so we had to just pre-produce, like, produce it and, like, make it regardless of whether it was going to be on the show or not. So we just had to go and do it. Oh, wow. And, like, hope that, that he has accepted the idea. And if, if not, it's like, all right, well, I guess we're just out of a lot of, like, money just to make a YouTube video. <laughs> Ooh. Well, that's a good gamble. Yeah. Yeah. We rolled those dice, you know? Yeah. So, so, so I'm kind of curious because I, I have my own theories. I have my own theories for those of you who um, haven't seen it yet. Go check it out. Um, if you are unable to, Mike, uh, explain to us what this your segment is about or what happens in it. <laughs> so the episode is called Sound. Uh, and I was trying to come up with an idea for this. And, um, you know, every the thing that I love about Off the Air is that it, it goes from uh unique uh like artistic like you know unique visuals to something that's mildly upsetting to something that's really cool and something that kind of shocks you a little bit and i wanted to hit all these marks uh in the mm-hmm. video that i did so i was trying really hard to come up with something that, that hit all of those beats yeah it's kind of like that dan Harmon like sad funny beautiful kind of thing right. where exactly that's yeah. exactly and i try to like uh for those of you who don't know like i had a conversation with uh uh, we talked about this. I told you about it. Yeah, like where Dan Harmon was like, you know, everything that we make it has to be, you know, it's beautiful, it's funny, it's sad, mm-hmm. and it's, um, fuck, what was the other beat? No, I think it's beautiful, funny, sad. And um, and so, yeah, trying to hit all those marks, blah, blah, blah. And then my next door neighbor's baby was crying <clears throat> like crazy. Yeah. And, uh, and then I just pictured this alien uh, puking a baby out and slamming it around. And, uh, <laughs> and the rest is history. Uh, wow. That's showbiz. Um, <laughs> uh, I, don't, you know, I don't have anything against babies. I dig babies. Dude, your baby's dope, by the way, Sam. Thanks. Uh, I would not slam that baby. Um, but, you know, I, <laughs> so this video, you know, it starts with like these three alien dudes in a, in a nether void. And they're, um, you know, the... <laughs> pukes out a baby and uh <clears throat> picks it up and slams it and it makes like happy baby noises the baby loves this the baby's loving the slamming by yeah, the way yeah, this yeah, is not yeah. upsetting you know the baby's stoked on it yeah um and I, 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 of course, I, babies love slams and jams yeah, i mean each time i bring my little baby on a walk like i hit all the bumps right you know, in the stroller and he's and, having a and ball he, and he just smiles and giggles <laughs> no joke it's uh, weird. <laughs> so you know of course and i think that cg babies are really funny inherently yeah uh, yeah 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 <laughs> and uh you know first viral thing on the internet know, it's was a vintage CG, meme CG it's like uh baby. it's like a oh oh a 90 91 yeah a vintage 91 mm. <laughs> refined mm. Ooh, that's aged well yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so anyways yeah these aliens end up making a, a song out of slamming babies around yeah <laughs> and um and then you know then it turns into like that's how babies are made wow um that's crazy <laughs> I feel like I because I like I, I saw it and instantly I was like, man, like this, this reminds me of like when we were jamming out on those little uh, uh, pocket operators. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With like little baby samples and stuff. And like basically it feels like this is like this is like the actual like song version of, <laughs> of, of, of that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. What was your theory? You said you had a theory. 
oh, well, I mean, that, that kind of that was, was it. it. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. it. Because I'm like, oh, this is crazy. It's like, it's it, yeah, it's the real life version of of like those weird little pocket operator jams we were doing. Those yeah. things are great. Those things are great. We, we need to have a jam again. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it was, it's, you know, it, it came out, I think, uh, pretty close to what I had in my head. So mm-hmm. very happy when that happens. That's very rare, as you know. Yeah. As a creator, very, very rare. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that means you know, you're getting better at it. It's happened to me like th- three or four times in my life. Out of all the stuff that I've done, I've made like three or four videos where I can say, okay, this is like, this came out the way I wanted. <laughs> that's fun. That's really funny. Yeah. And most of the time you're compromising and you're like, you know, you're cutting corners and there's no budget. There's no time, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, it's like, that's kind of like a, an, an approach that I've tried to bring to a lot of projects, especially like larger ones that are not YouTube related. It's like this idea of, of on one hand count the five things that you want to walk away with as like being good about this thing. Interesting. And like focus on that and like not try and do all, all the things, you know, it's like, do you want your main character to be like well cast or do you want them to have a cool helmet? You know, like little dumb details that you're just really into and you want to resonate. And like, just helping focus down on that process, I think, is is really improved. Yeah, my, my workflow. Anyway, that's a good way to to treat it. You know, yeah. it's like the the five things actually, you want to take away. It's 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 actually a better analogy. Your house is on fire. <laughs> what five things will you save? <laughs> yeah, like what can Nima. you carry? Yeah, what can you carry out? That's that's actually that that describes something it a little that bit you said. One of you said a long time ago has really stuck with me, and it's that. Uh, Every every frame, uh, every every shot of your of your short or whatever, yeah, look at it and be like, would this make a good desktop wallpaper? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that sounds more of a like a Nico kind it of. It might quote. have been a Nico thing, yeah. Uh, but <laughs> Dude, that's a high standard. That's a high ass standard. I think about that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like I mean, okay. Well, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like when I see you transitioning into doing some of the stuff with the Lonely Island guys or like the commercial work that you're doing. Like, I, I feel like that actually meets that mark. And when you're, you know, compared to your YouTube work, which, like, through necessity... It's quick and dirty. It has to be quick and dirty. Yeah. You know, yeah. and so, and so like, that's that's why I brought this subject up in the first place is because I that, that's when I when I say made it. I'm like, I look at it, I'm like, oh, like, there's a fully executed vision. Like, <laughs> it looks like, like, very, or at least fewer compromises had to be made yeah. Than, yeah. than usual. Oh, it's awesome. So, so that's why I brought that up. By yeah. the way, I'm coming down with something, so I hope you get a lot of really good uh, sniffly sounds in these microphones. I hope that, that drives everyone crazy. This is going to be, people are going to be mad. No, it's okay. We have a noise gate that will cut oh, cool. out most of them, hopefully. <laughs> that's how that works. Or if each time you do it, you can just, yeah, you can just... No, actually, it also didn't help that up. I was just just railing lines before I came in here. So that's unfortunate. <laughs> that's unfortunate. No, I'm kidding. Uh, the uh, I, I love the internet tastemaker thing. I feel like there's yeah, Jake be... had to write that. He was just like, All right, we got to set the stakes here. <laughs> the stakes. Well, usually, because the thing is, we want to fill that up with some uh, kind of discussion topics that are a little more off the wall, like conspiracy theory stuff. Conspira- you guys talk about conspiracy theories? Well, we do on our off time, but not on the podcast yet because it's like it's very dangerous territory. <laughs> I mean, like we have our own conspiracy theories, but they're, they're, I, I, I think they need a little refinement before we... Give me one. Give me a taste of one. <laughs> <laughs> 
You really no, don't want to no, get no, in. No no, no. <laughs> no, no, it's a it's a it's a it's a gnarly one. Oh wow, it's a gnarly one. I'm Have you ever seen the Loose Change documentary? <laughs> no. <laughs> you ever seen Zeitgeist? <laughs> no. <laughs> but um, yeah. Um, let's see. I guess uh, let's see. Um, 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 um. I wrote down meme shirts. <laughs> trying to start a clothing line. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to try to... I'm doing this clothing line um, called Faux Deep. Faux Deep. F-A-U-X Deep. That's cool. Um, And it's a lot of like... I want to do a lot of like bootleggy style shirts. Bootleg but make shirts. it... Yeah. Like shit that you'd see like um, the classic like Sonic Obama 10 backpack. Yeah. You know? It's uh, so like all these third-party, like, janky, pirated products that just, someone yeah. just managed just to get so wrong. Right, like Pokemon or, like, Pikachu's, like, blue and stuff like that. And, uh, you mm-hmm. know, and so that's that's been that's been interesting. I'm, I'm trying to get that off the ground, finding the right fabrics. So, you know? so is, is that what the Rick and Morty one was? The Sonic and Garfield? No, 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 I did not make that. That, that, that thing was amazing and that, horrible. That one was, like, <laughs> that... that <laughs> Oh, oh that, that seemed like that was part of part of it. No, reason. no, I, I wish I could actually. I, I want to do something like that. I have some ideas. Uh, no, there's. One, I'm working with this guy, teenage stepdad, who you know. Yeah. Um, and uh, y- so we got some ideas cooking. Don't want to. Don't want to okay. spoil them yet. But okay. speaking of Pikachu, Pikachu. How about that detective? Detective. Pi- how about that trailer? Huh. I love it. I love I how people. Like it. Yeah, me too. I'm like, I think, you know, like, I, more bad ideas need to be done well it's just and such a fucking obscure like they're not like hey let's just make a pokemon movie let's just make a live action pokemon movie they're like, like no, no let's no. get the most obscure yeah. pokemon thing we have so what is that what is detective pikachu from do you know do you know the it's a origins? video game it's a video game okay yeah. it's an actual like uh it was a it was a video game and uh i think it was like is brought to america in a weird time somehow I, okay I, I don't know the full story but i know that like nobody really played it sure and I mean, it seems like it makes a great movie, which is like one Pokemon can be understood by humans yeah. and not, not any other ones. Um, that That's a great setup for Pokemon. I mean, like, I think that's probably the best Pokemon story, because if you don't do that, what it's just like it's just like glorified, like 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 bullfighting, basically, or like, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, dogfighting. <laughs> what's interesting about that, the fact that like it, it, it does kind of open some doors, though, it kind of opens some doors to where it's like, oh, wait a second. All Pokemon are speaking in a way that like makes sense. They're coherent. They're cognizant. They're 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 self aware. They're not like just animals. They're not dogs. They're like they can talk and they can feel and they can have emotions, which makes it kind of more fucked up that like they're slaves that are trapped are in slaves. a ball. Well, I think they're all they're voluntary <laughs> slaves. They for some reason are all cool with being a slave, right? Because I, I mean, even, know, even, even I think if they were cool with a slave, you wouldn't have being slaves. You wouldn't have to like capture them. Well, like in, even in like the the show, like the the cartoon. They're all like totally cognizant and like communicating, obviously only with one word, their name. Yeah. But like they clearly understand com- and obey commands. You know, I don't know. But yeah. Somehow, for some reason, they get back in that ball every damn time. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> dude, maybe it's really chill in there. I mean, maybe they got a really dope yeah, environment in yeah, the ball. It's, it's like it's like a whole new universe in there. Yeah. Or it's just like a hell void. That maybe like, maybe they'll figure that out in the movie. It's like, what's in those balls? Yeah. This is now the uh, the Poke Cast, yeah. Corridors Poke Cast. Oh wow! We what's, eat Poke and what, then we what, talk about Pokemon. What, what's what's so what's inside of a Pokeball? Poke. 
Poke. <laughs> All right, a pocket. It's just poke. It's just poke. like you know, lots of fish and just uh, positive vibes in there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, we got to figure that out. We got to get to the bottom of this. Maybe that's the, what the conspiracy theory episode can be about. So it's really what's in, in those a pokeball? All right, what's in these balls? All right, what's in a master ball? <laughs> man, I am really deteriorating this podcast by the minute. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I mean it's all right. It's good. It's all good. Uh, um, so yeah, uh, um, yeah. I, I, I think it's interesting though because it's kind of like shows you. I guess like that is kind of the state of the film industry in, in a weird way, which is is like kind of you have to be doing something very very loud i think to get any attention right now oh like, yeah in that sense yeah everyone's like it's so interesting the the reaction that that's gotten like yeah. how like people are just kind of pissed off about it and i don't understand fully why it's more just surreal to me to see like pokemon in like a real environment and like yeah. to see how creepily rendered some of them are like mr mime or yeah. whatever like does not it's yeah, they render creepy. the little hairs on it and stuff. It's pretty incredible. Yeah, but it's also like kind of jarring and like uh, it's a little bit. He's a little bit uncanny valley. Mm. I would say. <laughs> That's cool. So, uh, um, I know you went to Korea for a while lately. Oh uh, yeah, Korea's dope. How, how was that trip? Well, Korea's, what Korea's was the great. purpose? Yeah, I was just, just chilling. Just, just chilling with the fam. That's sweet. Yeah, Korea's great, man. I, if anybody has the opportunity to go to anywhere in Asia, I would say Korea is the place to go. Um, cool. it, it is like, I mean, the Koreans are like the bad boys, the bad boys. So you're, you're partially a bad boy. I'm partial bad boy. Oh, wow. Uh, but you <laughs> partial bad boy, that. partial good boy. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, it's like, they just know how to have fun and party and go nuts. And there's like, isn't it like some, I think next to Finland, it's highest amount of alcohol presumed per capita. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure I saw, I, I, I was looking that up a year or two ago and it's like, you have Russia, Finland and... Korea it's like I believe it I believe it performers yeah top performers you'll (laughs) see like businessmen like passed out in the street in their own vomit oh my gosh I like yeah like this dude like I I saw this dude laying down with his cell phone like laying outside of his pocket and if you did that if that happened in America you're fucked but in Korea like they're so respectful like I saw a dude walk up to him and like put his cell phone like inside his pocket oh that's very nice it's very nice wow yeah very thoughtful yeah so so uh um it's you, you you are you are half korean and half swede half swede half swede oh, that's interesting and yeah, uh who, who who where do you get what from who, my, my my pops is swedish okay my mom's korean and uh you know it's uh they're 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 adorable mm-hmm. i gotta say i don't know if you've seen my parents but uh they're very happy and they're very loving i think i met your mom once yeah I, yeah probably who knows yeah i think you have um, it's, it's always like it's like whenever you meet people's parents it's like in, in in la anyways like i feel like chances are that it's like it's at a really crowded party or something like that yeah for yeah, some reason like, it's like somehow that's that's the situation have i met your up. parents i don't know if i have <sighs> i i, I so. it was probably at a crowded party that yeah. i don't remember much about <laughs> definitely met your cool uncle yeah yeah he makes an impression I don't know if you guys have seen sam's cool uncle but uh he's got he's very kooky I would yeah, say eccentric. Yeah, I, I would. I'd say that. I'd say that. Yeah, he's very much an artist. Kind of like a badass. Like, uh, yeah, he just looks like a crazy artist, dude. Yeah, exactly. you, if you saw him walking down the street, you'd be like, "What does that what guy, is do? that guy doing? Yeah, what is his deal?" So, uh, do you do you still have family in Korea? 
Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's part of the reason I was there. Just visiting family and stuff oh, like wow. that. And okay. just like, you know, it's it's interesting like having family like that far away because you kind of like forget they exist until you're there. Like how close? How close? How immediate is this family? Like, yeah, I have a lot of cousins and stuff like okay. that. Okay. And uh, uh, yeah, my, you know, my mom's sister and stuff. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really dope like connecting with people from, you know, especially people like last time I was there 10 years ago, they were like five and now they're like, you know, uh, well, they're like gr- ten. Gr- grown ass, ten, yeah. Ten now they're like twenty year olds, and like you know, it's we can drink with them and stuff. Yeah, and okay. It's, it's super chill. That's that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. that's super cool. Yeah, right. Korea is a great place, man. I really, I really dig it. Um, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Always try and travel as as much as I possibly can. But yeah, I've only I've only been to Japan, not Korea yet. Um, that's right. Someday, but yeah. yeah, Japan's great too. But Japan's interesting. There's like this really. Uh, there's this. Uh, this loneliness and this kind of like disconnect that everyone has, you can kind of feel it, you know, like it's so like, it's such a repressed kind of culture mm. that you kind of feel this isolation, you know? Wow. And everything is also very like sexual and very like all the entertainment is like tits in your face and like, blah, blah, blah. you know, it's yeah. like, like, I don't know if you noticed that or not, but it was all very geared <laughs> yeah. towards that. Yeah. Um, Whereas like Korea, it's like you walking down the street and there's like an arcade and then you go to the arcade, you go upstairs and there's like uh, a place with like a, a cafe with puppies and you just hang out with puppies and drink tea. Wow. And then you go up the, the next floor upstairs and there's like a, a bar where you shoot uh, BB guns at targets and like just like they know how to have fun in a way that I've never seen anywhere else in the world. That's and, interesting. Why do you think that is? I don't know. It's really I think it's just because Korea prides themselves as being like entertainment. You know, people I like guess so. that's why K-pop is such a huge thing and stuff like that. I think that Korea, like, kind of, uh, they have that Arab, you know, they're like, they consider themselves, like, more entertainment focused than I think uh, Japan and, and China. Interesting. Um, so, you know, there's always shit to do. And there's, like, everywhere you go, there's, like, dope shit to do. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and just not that I am an expert on it by any means but it it also kind of like when you, when you look at, you know, like, uh, Asia great as a greater whole, it's like, I feel like kind of like socially um compared to like you know western countries like korea overlaps just i feel like the most with i guess you know like u.s culture and stuff it's starting to yeah Yeah. especially with k-pop becoming much more of like mainstream thing in a lot of ways like you see a lot of k-pop bands and like commercials and stuff now which is really interesting to me and Mm. like you know uh uh, yeah yeah actually yeah you're right it's 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 finally like crossing over and that's a pretty recent thing you know Mm -hmm. but Korea definitely has a lot of overlap in a lot of different ways. Yeah. Hmm. That's fascinating. Yeah. Um, do you, uh, did you go to North Korea? I have been to the demilitarized zone between yeah. uh, uh, South Korea and North Korea. It's a very weird place. I can imagine. What's, what's it like? Uh, it's intense, man. I mean, I don't know how much you guys know about the, the, like what the DMZ is like, but like there's literally a building where, uh, one dude from South Korea is standing like with half his face covered uh, by the building. And then on the opposite end of the building, there's a dude from North Korea who are half his face is covered by the building. And their jobs are to literally stand there and stare at each other all fucking day. Wow. And that's what they do. It's so with one eye, with one eye, with one eye covered and what, but they wear sunglasses. They both wear sunglasses. So you can't really get their emotions or anything like that. I do not understand why that's a thing, but like literally these motherfuckers, these military dudes are just standing and staring at each other all day. It's 
really fucking weird. That's so weird. Yeah, I don't understand like what that accomplishes. I mean, I, I guess it's like, it's like, like a like, quick draw thing, I'm right? Like keeping you in check. It's like, are know? they the closest guys? Yeah, the, the, it's just. I, I think it's just ones? so that there's like some sort of constant sort of communication between the two sides at all times man that's messed up but i don't understand well it's weird how how how, like you can get to that point where it's like we literally need people staring eye to eye yeah just mere feet away from each other because the trust level is so shattered and shaken absolutely like like (laughs) yeah i I don't know (laughs) yeah it's very bizarre and they wouldn't let me wear jeans that are that are torn at all i have a lot of my jeans have like you know tears in them because I'm a bad boy. Yeah. Um, and oh, yeah, it was the half badness. Yeah, yeah the yeah. half bad boy Korea side yeah, of me yeah. that just wanted to act out and go nuts. <laughs> um, and so I had to buy new pants. Uh, who, they, who, they, who, who didn't allow you to wear those? Uh, the DMZ doesn't. Like the the the, the zone because it upsets the North Koreans. Uh, I don't know why. Uh, they just don't like fashion. They, they don't like sk- too much skin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And I was like, it's called fashion, sweetie. Look it up. Uh, <laughs> no, but they, they actually like stare at you with binoculars from the other side. Okay. And they like look, they like just peep you out. They're just peeping with their peepers, just looking. It's and, really weird. And, and they see one guy with ripped, ripped jeans, jeans and, and then they, they're on the phone. They're like, hey, uh, you have to get him out of here. These he's, motherfuckers got to go down. <laughs> he's, he's like, we can't stop looking at them. <laughs> <laughs> then you just get black bagged and then you never heard, heard from again. Uh, <laughs> um, I have all sorts of crazy stories, man. I mean, there's this like, you know, I I, I was driving by, like they we, they did this tour of the actual zone, right? Yeah. And, and, and you get driven by this tree stump, this giant tree stump. And um, they told the story about how uh, Kim Jong-il uh, basically, well, basically what happened was like the Americans were like, hey, this tree is too big. It's blocking our view. It's blocking North uh, South Korea's view from North Korea. And we need to be able to peep at any time. And uh, and uh, Kim Jong Un was like, "No, I planted this fucking tree. This is my tree. And if you cut that tree down, it's an enormous disrespect, right?" Oh, wow. And first of all, for for him to have planted that tree, he'd have to be like hundreds of years old, right? <laughs> like it's okay. insane. It's a giant. It's a giant Massive fucking tree. tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and they were like, "No, we're gonna we're gonna. You guys got to cut down this tree." Like, fuck you. You didn't plant this tree. You got to cut it down. It's too much. Okay. And they were like, no, fuck you. We're never going to cut down this tree. And then finally, they got these two soldiers, I think American soldiers, uh, uh, to cut down the tree. And they go there to go to cut down the tree. And then <laughs> two North Koreans with axes pop out and just murder them. Oh, like, my God. Like, <laughs> like with axes. Oh There's God. all sorts of crazy fucking stories. And they're like probably that. sitting there for like weeks. Yeah, because well, yeah, it's it's dude. There's all sorts of crazy shit. Like, I mean, North Korea just like shoots down planes for no reason. Yeah. Uh, and then there's like, <laughs> there's like this flag battle they had. A where, flag like, battle? That yeah, sounds kind of interesting. Yeah, like South Korea had this flag, the South Korean flag that was like kind of like, is visible by North Korea, right? And so North Korea is like, oh, fuck you. you We're going to make a flag that's even taller for oh our great nation. <laughs> and then like, then South Korea is like, no, fuck you. We're going to make our flag taller. And this way <laughs> build their flag even taller. And North Korea is like, no, double fuck you. We're going to make the tallest flag in the world. And they used, like, all of their resources. Meanwhile, the people are starving, <laughs> I was right? Like, I was like, oh, I was going to eat that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you could like, totally no, need- use this money to, you know, feed your people. But instead, they decided to make a bigger flag just for this giant dick swing oh, yeah. contest. I was going to wear the, that fabric because yeah. I'm cold. But you, I guess you can make a flag out of it. Yeah. No, like, using the actual metal and stuff, like, the structure itself is just, like, huge. And, and that's still standing? And it's still standing. It's, it's 
it's completely so you can insane. see it from most of South Korea. Yeah, I guess. it's it's insanity. <laughs> it really makes a difference. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, I did not expect this podcast to go into talking about North Korea, but I mean, I I, I hate to say it, but I find that stuff fascinating. Oh yeah. I mean, well, I mean, it's it is it it's, is fascinating. It's insane. It's it's. Remember when the fucking uh the interview came out? Remember oh, that yeah. weird drama about that? Yeah. <laughs> that was so bizarre. Like people, they were like actually gonna like start a war over like seth rogan <laughs> yeah well do you think um do you think people will find peace with north korea i guess i do do you think all the stuff that happened over the last year is gonna go anywhere like you know like it's it's hard to say i think that i mean i don't think so uh i think that in order for things to change I think there's got to be something way more radical than like Kim Jong-il just deciding to be a good guy all of a sudden and just being like, oh, no, this crazy life that I was born into that I, you know, I mean, he is the way he is because he was born into this crazy fucking. He's basically rich, you know? Yeah, he was born a king. Like yeah. He was born this crazy God figure. And and you're not just gonna like grow up in that environment and all of a sudden get a conscious. Yeah, like, it's almost it's you're it, you're right. God is an interesting word to apply to it. Yeah, it does because I was listening to a lot of stuff about um, like you know a- ancient Persia, like the Persians, like around the time of like Xerxes and that whole like biblical era, and you definitely have these. Yeah, it's that cult of personality thing that. People, you know, it rises and falls a little bit, but like it's it's not so much that kind of central figure thing. I don't know. Yeah, it it must completely mess with you. Yeah, no, that's gotta fuck anybody up. You yeah. know, and that much power and that much control will taint anyone. I mean, it's like kind of my theory about like you. I, I feel like if you get a certain amount of success and fame and money, it warps you. And I think that that's impossible. I think it's part of the human condition. Yeah, you know, and it, it's it's interesting. Like. Yeah, I hear that Donald Glover is like kind of, you know, like doesn't give people the time of day. And it's like, yeah, of course, because everybody wants him. Like everybody wants a piece of you and you, you're the shit. And like in mm-hmm. all arenas, that's got to fuck with you. That's got to yeah. fuck with your time and who you're willing to give your time to. Do you think Donald Glover, uh, do you think he goes after uh, views or virality or creative <laughs> fulfillment? Creative fulfillment for sure. I mean, he's like, you know, a true artist, like, uh, you know, yeah. I, I'm, I'm like to back to that point, I feel like I'm kind of halfway, you know, I feel like, I feel like if I really truly focused in one arena and I could have that focus, uh, I'd succeed much more. Mm. But the fact that I'm constantly battling with that shit where it's like, oh, I want to make, I want to make this cause it's like what I want to do. And it's like, you know, but then it doesn't do well and then I get sad. <laughs> And then meanwhile, he makes an album and then produces a TV show and they're yeah. both great. And they're I mean, like, he's oh. a fucking unicorn. I mean, he's, you know, yeah, he's a, a fucking crazy genius. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Don't compare yourself to who someone else is today. Only compare yourself to who you were yesterday. Whoa, dude. Nice. There you go. To compare is to despair. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. I know that's a bad example. No, no one can bring him up because he's too good at everything. So yeah. just don't count him. Yeah, fuck that dude. Yeah. <laughs> Piece of shit. Dude, it's so funny like watching old I don't even remember if you remember Derek comedy. Uh vaguely. His old uh comedy group. Oh yeah, yeah. And they had like the spelling bee and like a mm-hmm. bunch of like classic, classic internet uh sketches. And back when like you could make sketches on the internet. Remember that? Yeah, right. I <laughs> remember know. when there was like content? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Remember then there was like 
unblog related, un video game related content on the internet that was entertaining and cool. Mm -hmm. That was cool. I missed that. Anyways, um, <laughs> that's part of the reason why I don't fuck with YouTube as much anymore is because like there's nothing really that inspiring other than you guys. You know, well, it's it's, like, it's 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 tough because I think you know, going back to that whole virality versus fulfillment thing, it's being derivative is it's a much more sure shot as you know success. Yeah, and so in a way it's easier, but and also another way it just oversaturates it with stuff that you've either already seen or don't want to see. So yeah. it's uh, so it's yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And, and so anyway, sorry, to finish my point, uh, I was showing my friend, uh, and this is more a testament to how things have changed over, over the past like seven years, mm -hmm. how comedy has changed, how entertainment has changed, how attention spans have changed yeah. rapidly, uh, you know, so much so that you can never be really an expert in any of it. Yeah. Um, and uh, I was like, my friend's a, a fan of uh, Childish Gambino, and I showed them. I was like, oh, if you like Childish Gambino, you should see the old Derek comedy like sketches, right? Yeah. And I showed him the sketch that seven, eight years ago was the shit. Yeah. And it's a five minute sketch. Oh my God. And was that one of those times? Well, like checking the phone and oh the halfway God, through Oh my God, dude. It was the most cringy, like excruciating oh. shit. And you could, we were both just like, Oh, oh man, the fuck is this gonna be over, <laughs> dude? Comedy does not age well. No, uh, that's funny, especially YouTube comedy. YouTube that's for comedy sure. does not age well, and you cannot make a comedy video that's more that's more than like two minutes now. So, I mean, I guess I guess that's the thing. Uh, so, when you brought up, um, you're like, well, if you like this, then you will like that. I mean, you know, like, like, would you say that's partially like a side effect of the fact that? I guess most sharing is like algorithmic based now where it's like, it's not, it's not like person going, Hey, you might like this, but you're used to like basically a machine telling you like with, cause, cause that's, that's all the I mean, Netflix and YouTube and Facebook. And like, we're starting to, we're, we're almost, we're almost completely in that world now where it's, it's all about like that's an predictability and, 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 and so like, a lot it, of virality has to do with, it's like the fan bases that are already watching your shit to bump it up to a place where it's like you're saying that it's like less word of mouth. Well, I'm, yeah, exactly. It's either more, either you have an audience that's right. there every time to bump, it, but the audience has to do hand in hand with the algorithm, right? Because well, it, if the audience wasn't there, then how would you? I algorithm see. I see, I see it. I see it separately. But huh. you're I, well. I mean, sorry. It's three. It's you have all audience, all algorithm, or both. Yeah. Audience plus algorithm. Yeah, and and, and like. You know, I feel like that's that's like true for anything. Like if you have an algorithm, of course, you're going to it's going to listen to a piece or, or take note of a piece that is getting views and, and actually getting organic traction. Right. But um, at the same time, you know, like you can feed the machine. Like do all I must feed the machine. Do you know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I think that's also playing into that thing of, you know, oh, oh, you know, the whole the feeling of, oh, it didn't go viral. Oh, whatever. It's, right. It's. You know, I think it's sometimes not necessarily just, oh, it's not it's not actually a statement of quality, uh -huh. you know, or like whether it's good or not. It's just like, you know, I don't know. I mean, that the robot that was like trying to dish it out to everyone just was like, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> No, I mean, that is that is kind of the thing, you know, and it's like especially, you know, with YouTube, YouTube's algorithms being violently unforgiving. Yeah. Uh, you know. It's it's harder than ever to make anything successful these days. Yeah. Um, well, and, it's, yeah. Would you do you think? Okay. Well, I guess I guess that's the question here. Um, uh, do you think the algorithms like that that we're kind of moving into? Do you think they help or hurt? 
ulti- on, in, oh, in the greatest scale? I think scale? they hurt for sure. Okay. I think that, I, yeah, I, I, you know, I, like, and this might just be my age yeah. showing, but, um, you know, there was a time when YouTube's front page was um, hand selected by yeah, people and definitely. it was, it was all interesting, good content. Uh-huh. You can go to the front page of YouTube and see stuff that's non-algorithmic that is handpicked by uh, people that that are just like, hey, if you like this kind of thing, here's this kind of thing. If you like cool special effects videos, here's this thing. Blah 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 blah. And um, I feel like that will always be better than an algorithm. Um, also, I mean, the, just the way that YouTube's algorithms become its own kind of beast. I feel like YouTube broke itself. I feel like YouTube has is a is a just flawed and and they've even admitted to it too yeah they admitted that they broke it yeah and um it's really sad you know it's and everything i feel like the internet in general without being too bummer is is just getting like exponentially worse every year and i I don't think that anybody can argue with that i think that we can all agree that we remember a better internet like four years ago even well i think it's all about like i mean as a concept it's about breaking those positive feedback loops that you start to create um, and you do it and, and everyone does it in every other aspect of their life already. But like, especially, I think this is the most literal version of it. It's like, Wait, oh, what I, do you mean by that? Okay. Well, I hand you something and you're like, I like that. And I'm like, oh, you like that? Well, I keep handing it to you over and over and over again. And suddenly it's just like, your life just becomes, oh, I only like this one thing. Right. You know, in and, that and, world. And, yeah. And so, you know, you, you see that with Facebook and the way news articles are shared. You see that on YouTube with how the algorithm shares videos, you know, Netflix, it's like it only shows you like, oh, well, you like action movies? Well, boom, only action movies. And I think it's all about like, you know, making sure you're conscious of those cycles that you put yourself in, in your own everyday life, like eating a f- particular type of food, like your diet or like the way you kind of get exercise or th- you know, th- things like that. And like you, you put it's 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 almost like. But that's habit. humanity, though, right? Yeah, I, I guess mean, so. We're habit forming, we we that's comfort to us, and and anything outside of that is scary. Yeah, and different. Exactly, and it's weird because you have these these feedback loops, I think, happening online with most people, and yeah. like their accounts, you know, they're being tracked and flagged and tagged, and and you know, I I don't, I feel like hopefully, hopefully, the future of that is finding a way to like effectively break that break that monotony up i think that what's interesting is that like instagram is like one of the only things that i can think of now that hasn't necessarily shot itself in the foot to oblivion you know what i mean like it hasn't fucked with the algorithm too much to where it's just completely you can't keep up it's unpredictable it's like it's one of those things where it's like it, it makes sense. You know why? You know why? It's because every single thing you're seeing on there, general, generally, is something that you made an active decision to to view. Yeah, like you're. It's it. Yeah, obviously you get some sponsored posts every once in a while, basically ads, but ultimately you're you're generally seeing the people that you chose to follow. Yeah, and, and they're not going, hey, uh, hey, by the way, we're just going to slip these other three <laughs> random people into your feed that you don't know. And you're yeah. like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, it's like they're not, they haven't gotten to that stage yet. Um, Obviously, there's features to browse, et cetera. But like, I think that would be, that would be the, the kind of breaking point where Instagram is, stops becoming useful. It's so like when it, when it becomes too much of, um, uh, I guess, a media network and not a social network. Which it will, inevitably. 
it's weird because I feel like I do. I, I think it is moving towards that. Of course. I mean, anything on a long enough timeline turns into that, right? I <laughs> anything. Mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, anything that's successful enough on a long enough timeline. Online, anyways. Becomes yeah. this kind of, you know, it starts out as Anakin and becomes this Darth Vader. Wow. Uh, that's intense. <laughs> I mean, you know, everything. Remember what, what, Google? Remember when Google was like this friendly, cool yeah, company? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and everyone was like, oh, Google, they're fighting for us. And now they're fucking evil. Yeah. Well, it's, it's when they took the don't be evil like phrase out of their uh, like their mission statement. That's when it. <laughs> that was on when, their mission statement? Yeah. It was don't be evil. And then it's mysteriously not in there now. Check that out. That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> now anyone can they're, be they're like oh, well, what about sometimes what about <laughs> <laughs> as they like crack their knuckles sometimes exactly well, I mean it's it's um, it's inevitable but yeah. you know I, I don't know I mean it's it's weird because I I think it's it's kind of this it's thing it's a thing where it's I, I think a lot of the things people think are bad decisions are ultimately still done in in or with good intentions, like like most things in life, <laughs> bad bad uh bad things happen with uh, good intentions. Sometimes, but. yeah, I I do feel like um yeah, like uh, a lot of it also is just not understanding. Yeah, uh, it, it it's it's having too much power and not fully understanding the thing you have power over. Yeah, thus in order to make it look like you're doing your job, you feel the need to change it and make it better yeah when it was fine <laughs> yeah yeah you know hence what happened to youtube <laughs> exactly uh yeah that's it's it's unfortunate i i, I hope this isn't all too negative i'm not <laughs> no 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 no. i mean it's i mean i think it's it's about like you know going in there and figuring it yeah. out we're, we're, we're talking about it right now yeah yeah i'm not a very negative uh, overall person you yeah. know uh, and i don't want this podcast to turn into me being like what my stuff's not going viral. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. It's 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 interesting though. I, a lot I, of motherfuckers I, listen to this and be like, "Fuck you, dude!" Like, at least you've had that success, you know? Yeah. And I guess I guess my only point was like, yes, that's awesome, and I'm grateful for that. And uh, of course, it's like made my life way better, and 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 it's made my life. I mean, you know, I, I wouldn't yeah. be anywhere if it wasn't for that success. But all I'm saying is like like anything, it's it's just interesting how it becomes this drug, and mm-hmm. it's interesting how that dopamine rush is something you become addicted to, mm-hmm. and that's why a lot of you know, and, it's, and you know, with this YouTube stuff, like the way it is and how fast paced everything is, uh, you're gonna see more and more of that YouTube burnout. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you know, I don't know if you read that article. About oh, I've burnout. seen, yeah, I've seen a lot of it. Um, yeah. I, maybe not the one you're talking about, but I'm very familiar. Yeah, it happens it's, on Twitch even more. Oh yeah, yeah I'm sure because like Twitch streaming is hard. Twitch is like going out into the mines, man. It is tough, <laughs> the, man. The social yeah. media mining, just like grinding. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. And like, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand how these people do YouTube nowadays with like having to release a video every day or Dude. every other day. It's like at that point, you do not have a life. No. And it's still viewed as something where it's like, ah, oh, you're just a fucking YouTuber. You know, it's like, fuck you. <laughs> like, it's like, no, these people are working harder than you are. Like, you do not like, you know, it's, it's easy for people to talk shit about it. But it's like you at that point, like that's your existence. And it's hard as fuck. Yeah. Well, it's it's weird because you ultimately, well, it's the entertainment industry. Yeah. It's it's, it's there's no clear path to success. No. And it's just like. Do do people find it entertaining? You know, it's like it's not about your message. It's not about your politics. It's not about anything. It's just like. That's all. That's the only. That's the only thing that matters. It's like, yeah, is it entertaining? And uh, yeah, yeah. And it's very hard to figure out what is entertaining, what is funny, 
is it what I think is funny or is it what other people think well, is funny? Well, that's another thing with our, <laughs> our age, right? Yeah. It's yeah. interesting getting older in this world, uh, in this in this fast fast paced internet world, you know, because it's, it's, it's you kind of, I don't know if you've felt it or seen it, mm-hmm. but you find yourself getting a little bit more out of touch with certain things where it's like, and I haven't completely gotten there, but you know, there's, there's like, definitely. Like when you read a meme and you're like, oh crap, I, I don't get this meme. Right. And that's rare. That's rare. <laughs> I, mean, I, I stay up with my memes to an extent and thank God, like there's, I still find 90% of memes, memes funny. Like that, yeah, like, or, yeah. you know, especially think... the obscure, like insane shit. Uh, that would, that, which is always surprising when it gets big, right? Like the moth memes and like, you know, the fucking... I didn't even get... The, I, I was introduced to the moth meme after we released the video called The Moth. Oh, really? And then everyone's making meme like, references. I'm like, I'm like, oh man. The oh. lamp. Oh no, and then so you have <laughs> one of those moments. You're yeah, like, oh no, I'm old. And then <laughs> Nick is like, oh yeah, isn't that crazy how you named it after a meme? And like... <sighs> whoops like <laughs> uh, yeah yeah i made a serious film based, based on, on the meme, meme. Uh, yeah it was not a crazy reinterpretation please let me go viral like, yeah. <laughs> please nope. i'll suck your dick man <laughs> you know i mean you know i'd argue it hurt it that's interesting i'd argue that it was like everyone was like oh it's the meme you know instead of like oh, being a you new hit thing because you hit it at the tail end of the meme yeah you I, hit I, it you hit it post the memes i, I, uh, I let the long. door i let the door hit my ass on yep, the way out yep yep it's that it's that half-life right i mean it's that yeah. fucking it's crazy you know it's like you and it's impossible to make a video related to a meme now it's like it's it's unless you can bang it out in a day unless yeah it's like yeah one day 24 hours one max. day but that also entails you catching the meme at its infant stage, knowing that it's going to get bigger, beginning the process of making something based off that meme. And that's impossible to do. It's you, impossible. You, that's like at that point, you have to like you have to admit that you're going to have one success every like yeah. maybe was, six months. I was oh. very surprised when the uh, anime fidget spinners video did as well as it did. Oh, that's because that's it's so that's go. We're just going back to the weirdness thing of like something that is so dumb and weird and like <laughs> so no one would ever make. Yeah, you know that's kind of what it is. Although then it. it turns out someone else made an anime fidget spinner video too, like a month before. Yeah, that's right. Which that's is like, right. oh, oh, behind the curve again. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah that, that that was a that was an interesting experience. It was experience. Are we doing on time, Jared? I don't have a watch. Oh, we're over an hour. We're good. Okay. Well, wow. I guess we're just gonna cut off right there. <laughs> right there. No. Um, I, I just because I realized that I have no way to track time in here. Oh, yeah, like, you should I'm probably like, uh, do that. Yeah, you should just get at least like a big timer, a clock, just a clock. Yeah, it's really you know the clocks are cheap these days. You could really just clocks. get a clock. Oh wow! Go to clocks.com. Like it, <laughs> my other sponsor, clocks. Clocks.com/slash my viva for ten percent. <laughs> yeah, uh, man, I know that's funny. Cool. Well, uh, it's been good talking and good chatting. Yeah, thanks and, for uh, having me. This thanks. has been fun. I'm really glad we got to catch up because after having a kid, um, I, I, don't I don't go see outside you anymore. For, I, I, I work all day and then I go home and I basically dad all night. I dad all night <laughs> and it's great. But yeah, um, it's, it's, it's sad, man. It's, it's, uh, it's, we, it's a little, it is a little sad, but it's, it's also great. It's, but it's also, it's, it's, it's also a time. It's a very specific point in my life too. Well, it's important. You know, you got to focus on being a good dad and that's cool. It's yeah. respectable. Yeah. It's but, like, we're uh, in that difficult stage too. You know, he's, he's so young where he's so he's, impressive. You got to be there anyways. Yeah. So but, uh, but it's been good catching up. Likewise. Definitely. Cool. Thanks for coming on on board here. Thank you for having me, buddy. Cool. All right, guys. Well, uh, thanks for listening to this awesome podcast. If you want to support it, 
Head on over to CordoDigital.store and get yourself some swag. It's really, really good stuff. High quality. Best <laughs> ever. Core Digital Store. It's really, really good stuff. It's great stuff. Honestly, it's it's. I, I am proud of it. Actually, I'm 100% proud. And Mike, I'll hook you up with some, some dope samples if you want Hell anything. Hell yeah. Cool. All right. Good night. Peace. Love you. Thanks for checking out that podcast, and if you enjoyed listening to it, don't forget to check out our other episodes.